Hello, everyone, and we're the Real Screeners. If you're new to our channel, my name is Lenny. This is my co-host, Beto. You can obviously find us on YouTube. You can also find us on most major podcasts and on social media. Just look up real.screeners or at Real Screeners. I guarantee you guys, you'll find us. Yes, and this week we are reviewing Judas and the Black Messiah, directed by Shaka King. This movie has been heralded by critics. It has 97% on the tomato Deservedly so. It's on several top 10 list movies of the year. And boy, is this definitely worth a watch. For those of you who might not be familiar with this, with the premise of this movie, it's about the Black Panthers and more specifically about one of the chairmen of one of the branches of the Black Panthers and also... Yes, Fred Hampton. Yes, Fred Hampton. And it also takes a look at an FBI informant who also was a part of the Black Panthers. His name was Bill O'Neill, played right. by Lakeith Stanfield. And so it's it's a real uh, unique inside look that maybe a lot of people don't get or didn't know about the Black Panthers. Yeah, so the movie really takes you back to the civil rights era, right? And it explores probably, you know a more violent sector of the civil rights era as it right. applies to African-Americans and their fight for equality and struggle. The movie focuses mainly on Bill O'Neill, okay, mm -hmm. who was the informant, like you said, and it focuses mainly on his allegiance, right? Like who he should be loyal to. Mm -hmm. And essentially, you know, he is, again, a spy of sorts being in the Black Panthers, but also reporting back to this cop, right, named Roy, played mm -hmm. by Jesse Plemons. And of course, it also focuses on the Fred Hampton character played brilliantly, by the way, by Daniel Kaluuya. Yes. I mean, um, what you we'll guys saw... a little bit more about that, but yeah. Yeah, what you guys saw in the trailer was exactly what you're going to get in the movie. And not just those powerful, riveting speeches... But just everything he does, just his mannerisms, his gestures, his eye movements, uh, just very basic conversations that he has with people. The movie really is a kind of character study on these two real life people. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was refreshing that they took a different angle. Right, you know, right, at, right, at right. That, at that aspect of the civil rights movement. I mean, the movie definitely is very political and very mm -hmm. relevant, right? It explored like, you know, police brutality, the corruption that existed and exists in law enforcement or our justice system. System, yeah, right? definitely extremely relevant. And all of that really ties in to the motivation behind the main character, or if you consider Bill O'Neill, the Keith Stanfield's character, to be the main character. Right. It really ties into his motivation and why he's doing this even in the first place. You know, because you might wonder, well, how could uh, at that time of such uh, racial and political strife and such frustration, how could like, you know, an African-American who's part of the Black Panthers suddenly turn informant? Well, it actually right. turns out that he committed a crime and the police had him on something and turned him into this informant. Right. Yeah. They, so they manipulated right. him basically. Yeah. So that's his motivation as to why he keeps doing it. But then, as you said, it, it is kind of a struggle for him at times for different reasons. Yes. And that's actually getting to one of the other interesting topics of the movie, in my opinion, is that it it kind of shows you how at the end of the day, everybody is out for themselves. You know, everybody is kind of like um, with the Roy character, the police character right. and, and, and the Bill O'Neill character. They're really, like you said, self-serving, right? Mm -hmm. They're really out for their own interests. Fred Hamm Hampton, they make it very clear that he is for the people. So I would say he's the real exception to this. And I really feel like a lot of people are going to be able to get behind his 
character. And a lot of people, I think, can probably relate to the struggles or relate to his ideals and this movement. Yes. I also like how the movie doesn't shy away from being, you know, violent and showing you the unpleasantness and the struggles. And it was nice to also have in the midst of that a love story. They introduced the Deborah character played right. by Dominique, Dominique Fishback, Fishback yeah. who, in my opinion, also a great performance. Right. right. I think she nailed her performance. She had this meek yet strong kind of persona to her. Yeah. And not just in her deliverance of her dialogue, but just her her mannerisms. Yeah. And know. she had good uh, rapport and chemistry with Daniel Kaluuya, mm -hmm. you know, both of them, I think, were standouts in the movie for sure. Yeah. As far as Lakeith Stanfield, I will say I've I've watched several movies with him in it, and I kind of get the same character. I don't know if you felt that, but this character who's always seems confused or angry or frustrated. Sure. I mean, I haven't seen <laughs> I uh, too many movies I with see him. A little bit more yeah. of a range, or, but yeah, or yeah, a, yeah. A, a different. I agree with that. I performance. I, I guess we haven't seen a different side of him yet. Yeah, but sure. but he does very well in this movie. I mean, not he to does. take anything away from what he did. He in this this movie. So now we're moving on to our real rating for Judas and the Black Messiah. And I want to start by saying that this has been a great year for movies about African-Americans. Um, Small Acts on Amazon Prime. If you guys haven't seen that, it's definitely worth a look. Uh, you have Moraney's Black Bottom. You have One Night in Miami by Regina King, which was awesome as well. And you have The Five Bloods, which was the latest oh, yeah. Spike Lee joint. So definitely a lot of movies. And this is just another solid entry in my opinion definitely worth a watch if you have hbo max don't hesitate to watch it i'm gonna give this movie four and a half reels and i suppose that the only reason i'm gonna give it uh four and a half reels out of five instead of a full-blown five is because perhaps it could have delved into a little bit more character background bah. You're taking everything out of my mouth. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You can expand on that. Though. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So 4.5 is my rating as well. And exactly for the reasons why he said it, he mentioned characterization and I wanted, they did a good job with Fred Hampton's romance with Fishburne's character, but I wanted a little bit more of the relationship between Bill O'Neill and Fred Hampton. And I also wanted more delving into the internal struggle that Bill O'Neill may have had and likely had. Uh, sometimes it was kind of ambiguous. Like, was he on on one side or the other was he not i mean how was he feeling you don't really go into that you yeah, know the but... movie kind of begins in media rests if you will yeah yeah, yeah. it, it kind of throws, throws you it right into in the middle yeah. of him already being like in that particular situation yeah. and you don't really get any background as to what brought him to that that's our real take on judas and the black messiah guys hope you enjoyed it let us know in the comments down below what you thought about our review or what you thought about this movie also look us up on social media we're on tiktok at real screeners Facebook at Real Screeners and Instagram Real.Screeners. Yes. And don't forget to subscribe, hit that bell button, that notification button if you enjoy our reviews and tune in next time for our next real take on movies or TV shows. Hint, hint. WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs>